Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Jennifer. And I'm Jelana. And we have a very fun episode for you guys today. Today. <laughs> so, um, we have with us Mama Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, we have our friend Kristen here with us today, and she is uh, Mama Tiger on Instagram. She is a wife, a mother, a home and fashion stylist. A thrifter, a plant-based naturalist. All what is that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. She's a lover of Jesus, and she's renovating a tiny RV home. I just read all of that off of her bio. <laughs> so original. <laughs> totally it. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. What's a what's a plant-based naturalist? Tell us about that. So, I mean, we don't eat any meat or dairy, so right. I'm plant-based, and I really am into doing things as natural as possible, so Support it. try to cut out like yeah. as many chemically-laden foods or just home products. I don't know, I'm just trying to get back to like nature and things yeah. like how God created and intended for us to live life. Yeah, yeah, so it's just like it sounds. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> like, what is that? Plant-based? I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wear dinner. Just trying to find the natural stuff. That right, right. Yeah. Cool. Well, we um, met Kristen at Majesty's Friendsgiving party, which we talked about on the last episode. Yes. So yes. this is like, you know, the birthplace of our podcast, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and we, actually, even before that, I think we were following each other on Instagram. Yeah, I remember one day just getting this random message that was like, hey, uh, so-and-so just mentioned you in their story. And so, I was like, oh, "Oh, what's that? What, you follow Wednesday? Who you follow Wednesday? And I was like, I don't even know this person. This is so sweet. Oh my gosh, I want to be best (laughs) friends. And so, then, Majesty, um, mentioned about her friend's giving, and she was like, oh, so... Do you know Jelana? And I was like, Jelana, no. And then she pulled up your Instagram. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, she totally <laughs> shared me in one of our story things, which was so sweet. She's like, yeah, you're going to get to meet her in real life. <laughs> real life. To the party. Yes. So I felt like I kind of knew you. Yeah. And in a weird fangirl way. I was like, hi, no. um, we know each other on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so totally it was the cool. same. Um, I think majesty tagged you in like a story or whatever when you guys were hanging out and so then i started following you and then who you follow wednesday <laughs> and then i think we tried to get you to our creative meeting hang up we never asked you last majesty don't worry about it okay. um, <laughs> like, I did yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah um and I backstory me yeah. and Jelana had <laughs> a failed group <laughs> we made a creative group for people in raleigh and durham and yeah. we had we had two meetups yeah where we talked about me <laughs> yes me no you talked no. about me <laughs> no. wanting to invite me <laughs> we did but well, never, did. <laughs> never did yeah that sounds so. awesome no I and it's not a part of that yeah it's not like failed it's just kind of like hiatus like maybe who knows i mean yeah, somebody it just wasn't the time it's, yeah and we had a lot we weren't ready for it much. it was a lot we yeah. didn't think it through all the way so anyway. yeah anyway side note but we wanted to invite Kristen and I think it just died before we had a chance yeah to invite you. but then we yeah. so it's fine yeah. <laughs> right on full circle so at the Friendsgiving um we were talking about relationships and um the loss of relationships and following the Lord and listening to the Lord yeah. all the things um, so Christmas story is something that's really amazing, really. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool story. So we're really excited for you all to hear her story. Yeah. And I just want just to add to that, like, it was cool listening. It really started as everyone kind of telling, like, their couple story around the mm-hmm. table. Yeah. But then there's just something about, like, when Kristen was telling her, it's just her personality, which you guys <laughs> will hopefully hear. Um, <laughs> like, she just was so animated and... Um, just a really good storyteller, I think, in general, but then at the heart of it, like... No pressure. Right. <laughs> so you have to do it just as good. Right. Okay. But then at, even at the heart of it, just, like, just hearing how you follow the Lord and, like, really pursued God's yeah. will for your life was what kind of stood out and yeah. touched 
Mm. Yeah. It's really so sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm really happy to be here, and I hope that my experiences will just, even if it's for one person to hear, that is awesome and will help just kind of, like, encourage them through uh, whatever phase of life that they're in yeah, right. regarding this topic. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. So you just um, do it like you did before. No, just no. <laughs> so, Kristen, let's just start off first by you telling us a little bit about, or more about yourself and your family and just your yeah. life. Who you are. <laughs> Who are you? Well, it all started in the spring of <laughs> 1983 when I... <laughs> Exited the womb of my mother. <laughs> um, and I asked God, who is my husband? <laughs> Day one. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> I'm here now. Where's my mom? milk? Who is Where's my husband? <laughs> <laughs> Two very important questions. <laughs> Just kidding. I wasn't that desperate. I was maybe like five. <laughs> um, okay, so, well... I guess just like any normal little girl, you kind of grow up and fantasize about your future, mm-hmm. like who you're going to end up with yeah. and what your family is going to look like, how many kids are you going to have, mm-hmm. all the things. So um, I just grew up with a mom, my single, uh, single mother, mm-hmm. and she did a fantastic job of raising me. But with that, it's like I never really had a model for what marriage looks like yeah um Mm. I just kind of learned everything from movies boy meets world or shows (laughs) like all the like teen dream stuff yeah um which is very not true no Corey and Topanga are actually not relationship goals (laughs) (laughs) there's a little dysfunctional there yeah but a lot happening so mine and Aaron's story is really so crazy because Throughout our whole life, from the time we were probably seven or eight years old, there are these little tiny glimpses of us, like, brushing, our lives, like, brushing past mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. And who's Aaron? Uh, so Aaron is my husband. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> the man. My baby daddy. Um, <laughs> so he is amazing. He's um, a luthier guitar tech and he is just a fantastic and amazing man and my best friend so all the way back to I gosh I was probably like we were maybe seven or eight years old and I don't remember this instant but there is proof on a VHS that his sister actually saw at someone's random house she called us and was like I just saw you guys on video at like a summer jam in kids camp (laughs) (laughs) and so there's like little old puffy like pigtailed me running up to the camera with like jello and slime all over me because we just had like this jello fight outside why are all kids camps disgusting and just like (laughs) doing the most disgusting thing because it's the most fun ever (laughs) (laughs) you don't get to do that at home put it (laughs) away yes i lived for those summers it was everything so i ran up to the camera dripping and gross and smiling big waving at the camera and at, right as I'm walking away, little tubby blonde hair. <laughs> Aaron comes running up to the camera, sticking his tongue out, being weird. And like that was like our very first kind of brush That's past so each other. Then so when we were teenagers, I went on another youth trip. Again, youth, like youth church, <laughs> like related. But I just remember all the kids talking about this really scary Satan worshiper that was (laughs) on our trip. (laughs) And I didn't believe anyone. They just kept saying, oh my gosh, there's this guy who worships Satan. And I was like, nobody really (laughs) worships Satan. And goes to church. I didn't know that. It actually did. But but I was like, there's no way this guy actually worships Satan. They're like, no, no, his nails are black. And he has a pentagram pentagram around his neck. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, maybe he does worship Satan. He's here. Isn't this like the perfect place for him to be? Like, we're Christians, right? We're supposed to like love people. Um, But I still kind of brushed it off. So anyways, one of the nights I remember being in my hotel room and sneaking out at like 1030 to go meet with a friend. (laughs) Talk in the lobby about all the boys. (laughs) And I went running down the hall. I turned a corner and 
literally ran right into Aaron. But he was standing there with a giant black hoodie up over his head, <laughs> headphones and his Walkman, because it's like 1990-something, and uh, listening to like Marilyn Manson <laughs> and wearing a corn t-shirt. And I looked into his like deadly eyes <laughs> and this pentagram necklace, and I was like, this is my chance to be a light for the moon. <laughs> Don't cast a spell on me, and God, give me the strength to win him into the kingdom. Yeah. So I was like, hey. And he's like, what's up? And I was like, oh my gosh, um, how are you doing? I didn't even know his name. Like, I just knew this is the kid who worships the devil. So I was like, uh, how are you? And he was like, yeah. I'm fine. I was like, um, are you having a good time? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I hate this beep place and beep beep. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> My virgin ears, help me, God. Um, and I was like, well, then why are you here? He's like, My parents made me come and blah, blah, blah. So. Long story short, I was like, God bless you, bye, and like ran away. <laughs> that was my big moment with him, and I felt like I failed as a Christian. Just you. Okay, yeah, bye. <laughs> and that was that. And um, another kind of run in, we were at the same cafe in the small town that we both grew up in. Again, still to this very day, this was probably, I don't know, five or six years later yeah. after that brush in at the a ski trip. We worked at the exact same cafe, but I would open and he would close. Crazy. So I would see him when I was leaving my shift mm. outside looking angry and smoking cigarettes and wearing, like, corn t-shirts still. <laughs> but I was just like, just show the love of the Lord. So I would Did wait. Did you know that it was the same kid? Well, I knew it was him, but I yeah. just, I, there was this sweetness about his eyes. Like, he always kind of would give me a little smile, mm. but, like, through and anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just, I guess it was more like angst, teen angst. Yeah. Um, and little did I know, after all these years, I mean, now obviously we're married, I would have never, ever, ever thought in a million years that, oh, there it is. Yeah, There's right. your husband. Yeah. Right. Which I think That's sometimes so as a kid, you yeah. think, like, as soon as I see them, you're just going to know. I'm just going to know. Yeah. Lightning's going to strike, and the world's going to stop, and you're going to be like, oh, it's you. <laughs> but it was obviously with, nothing with a little like, mermaid music <laughs> <laughs> I mean again I was yeah. raised on the movie Listen, so I was like this is how it's gonna be little mermaid where's, where's my crab <laughs> so I um oh that's what I was saying so after all these years finally like we're together and he told me that even back then he actually had a huge crush on me but he was like it will never work because she loves God and I hate anything and everything that has yeah, to do with God. Yeah. He didn't actually, just disclaimer, he didn't actually worship Satan. Oh, we found that. <laughs> but, okay, <laughs> but I mean, like, darkness and that whole, kind of like, anything anti-Christ or anti-God, I think for, especially teenagers that were raised in the church, but then mm-hmm. are just like, F that, I don't want to mm-hmm. have anything to do with that lifestyle. You just go the complete opposite yeah. mm-hmm. direction yeah. to be everything except that. Yeah. So that was kind of his deal, but he had a crush on me. That's why he would give me that sweet smile. And I was like, I'm making a difference. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> I thought it was planning seeds, but he was like, oh, she cute. So, um, yeah, so that was another weird thing. We worked at the same cafe. We would say hi, bye. And that was it. Yeah. And he had a secret underlying crush. But he was like, For well, years. she's my kind of my dream girl, but it would never, ever, ever work out. Mm-hmm. So... Fast forward many years, um, I do get married, (laughs) not to him, and without going into, I guess, too much detail about Mm -hmm. that, it just was not supposed to happen, and like all the things that um, I felt like I wanted to happen, Mm -hmm. like the lightning striking and all that stuff, that stuff didn't happen with this first marriage but it's like I actually really had a deep knowing inside that maybe this wasn't the right choice. Yeah. But I had nothing to model that. And I had a lot of people really rallying around us and getting, like, super excited and mm-hmm. supportive of this move, even though deep in my heart I was like, I don't know. I just yeah. Yeah, you got to trust that. Yeah. You have to trust that. <laughs> yeah. That is the Holy Spirit inside of yeah. you. Yeah. But through that whole experience, man, 
it's so wild because it's like I know that I know now mm-hmm. what his voice sounds like in yeah, my life. That's that's awesome. And there's just like never any doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and hmm. even though that was the hardest lesson to learn, yeah, like the hardest, um, yeah. I'm thankful for it. Because now it's like there's just never any going back with the trust of that mm-hmm. voice. So then I guess through going through that process um, and at this point of my life when I actually met Aaron, for real, real met Aaron, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we, or I, was in the thick of the separation. Mm-hmm. It had been, gosh, it was actually, okay, in the state of North Carolina, you have to be separated for a year before you can move forward with a divorce. And I literally met Aaron on the day of the year anniversary of our separation. So that was kind of wild. So, like I mentioned before, he is a guitar tech Mm -hmm. and guitar repair guy. And so from my previous marriage, I actually received a guitar as a gift from him, um, and I was leading worship at the mm-hmm. time at my church for many years, and this guitar was something really important to yeah. me to use for that. Right. But it was really cheaply made, and unfortunately just was giving me a lot of problems, so I remember taking it to um, a certain music store that I won't name any names <laughs> because I don't want to make them sound bad. I love you guys. Oh, um, I was like, why? They're not sponsoring us. <laughs> no, I, know. I just don't want to talk bad about anyone or anything. Yeah. Um, so I took it to them and they kept it for like three weeks. And when I got it back, mm-hmm. it had all the same problems, which actually was a blessing in disguise because it's what led me to yeah. Yeah. Um, God is so cool in that yeah. way. Yeah. So you'd be like, man, this is hard people. And then... <laughs> Like, I'm gonna just hold on. Right. <laughs> he really works all things together. Yeah. For his good. So yeah. um I randomly started seeing on Facebook like these posts from this guy that were like, Hey Raleigh friends, mm-hmm. uh if you need to get your guitar worked on, I'm gonna be in Raleigh and I'm like, Who is this? Like, you know, you, you just become friends yeah, with people yeah. on Facebook. What? Back in the day it was MySpace. Right. <laughs> and um Yeah, you don't know them or how you became friends. <laughs> yeah. But I'm seeing this name, Aaron Robbins. I'm like, who is this guy? So I, I'm i like, well, I, I need guitar work done. I'm like, who is this? So I click on it. I don't recognize him at all. Like, at all. So I'm going through his profile pictures, and this dude is so hot. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's beautiful. Who's this man? And he's, like, got the most gorgeous smile, and he just, like, look like a dream boat to me. I mean, everything that I'd ever desired as a kid, I was like, I love you. No, I don't. No, I don't. That's weird. That's weird. (laughs) So, um, I just thought he was really attractive. And then all of a sudden he started looking really familiar, but I couldn't quite put my finger on why. So I start like going further and further back, like creepy stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just <laughs> keep deep. going through all of these yeah. photos from like 2001. I've done that. Before. It's the worst. It's the worst. You can't you undo just, it. Yeah, there's just no way around it. It's oh like, well, okay, cool. Just got to roll with it. <laughs> I support funny. you. Um, <laughs> so. I support you. <laughs> Ten years ago. Like. So all of a sudden, I'm starting to see these pictures from like way back in the day that look a little bit more familiar. Yeah. Because okay, granted, he was a little bit heavier back then <laughs> and angrier back then. Right, right. And you know, like Satan worshipy back then. <laughs> but on all these newer pictures he just had the brightest smile. Yeah. There's pictures of him in like Africa and Bangladesh doing missions work and I was like, this cannot be the same. Dude, that's so wild. Like Satan yeah. worshiping cafe guy. Like yeah, there's right. no way. Yeah. So I get so curious. It's not about my guitar anymore. I'm like, if this dude loves Jesus now, yeah. like, how? How? Yeah. How, of all the people that I've known, who reached him? Mm-hmm. Was it me? Did I plant the seeds? <laughs> <my scene? laughs> <laughs> Did my seeds scrap? <laughs> yes, I knew I didn't fail you, Lord. <laughs> no, it's just kidding. <laughs> so curious I was like I have to know his story mm-hmm. so I messaged him um and said hey I don't know if you remember me but I think we worked at the same cafe back in the day I actually have a guitar that needs some work on 
and I'd love it if you could check it out. Because he also, he owned his own guitar shop, but he was living in Charlotte at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was coming to Raleigh to fill in for someone else mm-hmm. at yeah. said unspoken guitar store, mega store. <laughs> so, um, he wrote back almost immediately, which was I would, I'm so <laughs> curious to hear his side of the story. He uh, should have invited I know, him. he should have been here. <laughs> he tells okay. everyone Next that we time. met on Craigslist, so his... Why? I don't what? know. I think he thinks it's funny. He's, so, <laughs> he's always like, yeah, we met um, on Craigslist. I'm like, what? Maybe <laughs> 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 Our story's way cooler than that. <laughs> oh, man. So, That's funny. He was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because I didn't know this either. But for the past year, I'd been popping up randomly in his mind. Mm. And he was like, man, I wonder what she's doing, where she's at. So I guess that's how we became Mm. friends, because he just found me on Facebook. And I just was like, accept, 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 blindly. Um, So when I wrote him, he was like jacked up. He was like, oh my God, it's Chris. Uh, and he wrote me back and he was just so funny and hilarious like the way that he communicated was just my speed and I just felt like we'd been friends forever so he scheduled an appointment granted okay let me back up a little bit coming out of a divorce and being like in the thickness of the separation and literally the day that we saw that Aaron and I saw each other's face was the year anniversary like I said earlier um, but divorce is just no joke. I mean, yeah. it is so painful. And even if, even if circumstances, um, would permit mm-hmm. it to like biblically permit, mm-hmm. it doesn't negate how stripping it yeah. is. Right. And, and how old were you when you were in divorce? I, oh, gosh, I want to say 20. Oh man, I can't even remember. I think. 27? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, 27. So, um, but when you go through a divorce, it's it's really not just between you yeah. and your spouse. Yeah. It's you and your spouse's family. Mm-hmm. It's you yeah. and your spouse's um, community, your yeah. church, your friends, your, your friends that are family. Right. Um, and it, it just tears apart mm-hmm. everything. So yeah. at this point in my life, I was very lonely and felt very alone mm-hmm. um and not in like a lonely like I wish I was with someone I I actually could never imagine getting married again I was yeah. so ready and mentally prepared to just like that was it I was like yeah. I could be a cat lady <laughs> 95 and be totally okay with it because I never ever wanted to go through yeah. pain like yeah. that again or to even open up myself to another human being mm-hmm. in a dating kind of situation to feel or face a like a pinch of rejection yeah. would have just been too much. I felt yeah, like coming out of something so large like that. So, in my mind, I was like, "Oh no, no, no! no. I'm never getting married again." And if I even find someone that I'm remotely like into, oh, we're dating for like six years before <laughs> I even say I love you. Yeah. And then it's gonna be like another four years <laughs> to be like, let's make sure like this is the good, good, yeah. good, good. Good, 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 good. Together, I don't. Sure. Is that a word? <laughs> four words. Um, but I wanted to make sure it was it would be like super legit, and yeah. then maybe, maybe I'd consider getting married again. Yeah. So all that to say, thankfully, my plans of my own heart's self preservation yeah. were completely foiled because here comes this guy that um, I bring my guitar to him, and. <laughs> I have no idea, but he's anxiously awaiting. <laughs> and I was feeling kind of nervous, I think, because I just thought he was so attractive, but I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, this guy's cute, big deal. Okay, whatever, I'm going with a friend. <laughs> so I brought a friend with me, and he we, we walk into the shop, and his back is to us. And I was like, I kind of just whispered, hello, Aaron, <laughs> here. And he just kind of like looks up into the ceiling. He's like, <laughs> he goes, I just remember dying laughing and just thinking this guy is great oh my god he's so funny like I don't know what it was about him but it was like in that instant yeah I just was like this guy is hilarious so we were we were just like friends it felt like we had known each other from that summer jam and kids Mm -hmm. camp moment until then because we walked in he starts diagnosing my guitar 
but we're just talking back and forth like we had been absolute best friends our whole life. So the breakdown, it was kind of strange because he starts giving me the the diagnosis of the guitar and um, he basically said, well, I'd like to tell you that I can fix this, but unfortunately it's it's got a crack right through the middle that was a manufacturer's issue. So you basically received a broken guitar that's unfixable. Um, so what we're going to have to do is send this one back and you're going to have to get a whole new one in mm. its place. So mm. my friend who was with me, knowing what I was going through, leaned over and said, oh yeah, that sounds prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> but it was funny. so wild how... Because yeah. the guitar was a gift. The co- guitar yeah. was a gift, but it was in that moment fully yeah. representing yeah. my life. That relationship, yeah. So, and yeah, the past relationship. So... <clears throat> He ends up, I think, cutting his finger on the guitar somehow and had to, like, excuse himself. And my friend who is with me just starts freaking out. She's like, Kristen, oh, my gosh, he is so amazing. Da, da, da. I was like, shut up. We just met him. This is weird. Don't get weird on me. She's like, wouldn't it be so weird if you and him, you know, like, end up? I was like, oh, and then he walks in. <laughs> so I'm just feeling all like, this is so weird. No, 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 I'm not getting married ever again. But um, I just was smitten in the weirdest way Mm -hmm. so we went out that night me and my friend Mm -hmm. and the whole time we're just talking about our experience (laughs) at the guitar shop and about Aaron she's like you need to invite him out he's here in Raleigh he's Mm -hmm. from Charlotte he's probably so bored like just invite him and I was like no no that's so weird so I ended up texting him and he's like oh man thank you for the invite but I actually have plans so I was like oh I told you (laughs) this is the worst idea ever I'm never ever doing that again yeah. So um, I just kind of shelved it and didn't think anything about it. But because it was a warranty issue with my guitar, mm-hmm. he had to keep in touch and <laughs> let me know the status of the guitar. So I felt like every two days he would call me to be like, uh, your guitar's uh, in Texas now, shipped, and should be <laughs> he was like reaching the manufacturer. It's like they just dropped it off in Yeah. I was like, why are you telling me this stuff? <laughs> But he just kept calling to talk. <laughs> so and it would be like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, a 40-minute conversation. Yeah. And then the following weekend, he'd be back <laughs> in Raleigh to fill in for that guy again. And so we would like randomly hang out. And that kept happening almost every weekend. Like he'd go mm-hmm. back to Charlotte mm-hmm. and then he'd come back to Raleigh because mm-hmm. his family also lived in Raleigh. And we would just keep hanging out and... The more and more we hung out with each other, like all of my, um, I guess, my guard and my fears mm. were just slowly falling away yeah. and melting away. And it's not like we were even talking about relationship or like our feelings for each other. I mean, we were just hanging out as friends, but mm-hmm. I just felt in my heart that something I'd never felt for anyone in my yeah. entire life. And it was really what I had imagined things would feel yeah. like, mm-hmm. but I was also terrified yeah. of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was just playing it really cool. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I I guess, like, you know, this could maybe be something seven years from now. <laughs> <laughs> According to my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess to just cut to the chase... Seven months later, wow. <laughs> we got engaged. <laughs> no way. And then a week later, after our engagement, we were married. Wow. And eight years later, <laughs> two kids later, a cat later, <laughs> an RV later, an RV later <laughs> here we are, yeah. really into each other, That's still so to this cool. day, doing life together, and couldn't be happier and Mm. more like just so thankful that I didn't really I didn't miss out on who I was truly intended to be with yeah so wow um, (laughs) there it is (laughs) um can you tell us more about like uh I guess just the dating process with Aaron um because it sounds like it it was quick so how did you guys like kind of did you intentionally date did you just kind of like Hang out. Did you have boundaries? I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, okay, so the first time I guess I invited him out and mm-hmm. then got slightly rejected because he right. had other plans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the next weekend, I feel like he invited me and my friend who was with me mm-hmm. to his parents' church. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, okay, sure. So we went in Raleigh. Here in okay. Raleigh, yeah. So he again had to come back every right. weekend. Mm-hmm. So he was here, invited us to the church. And um, then after church, he invited me to go out with him and his nine year old nephew uh, down to downtown Raleigh, like to have lunch and then go to like Art Explosure, I think mm-hmm. was happening downtown. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> so things, excuse me, things kind of always were like in group settings mm-hmm. uh, and we just would kind of hang out and get to know each other but even I remember that first day like every time I would say something he'd ask me a question like so what's what kind of food are you into and I'd be like oh man I've just really been into Indian food lately and I love Thai food just really anything from not America like yeah. I'm into it <laughs> he was like wow you know I lived in Bangladesh for a year and uh, mm-hmm. I just learned how to make tons of Indian beer. I was like what that's my favorite oh my god and I was like yeah I'm really into Mexican food too he's like yeah there's this place in Charlotte that I go to and it's like a giant Mexican flea market mall and it's like the food court is nothing but Mexican Wait, vendors. This place? Doesn't exist anymore. Oh. So heartbreaking. It's called like, Plaza Fiesta in Charlotte. I definitely would have known about it. <laughs> oh, it was so good. He, he ended up taking me there once we were actually dating, dating. Yeah. It was the best. Um, and then we, like I said, we just kind of casually hung out. Yeah. But the more we talked, it's like everything was in sync. Yeah. Which was so crazy. Um, then. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell the story. I'm going to embarrass him so bad. But this was kind of (laughs) like... Sorry, babe. This was the moment when I was like, oh my god, he likes me as much, maybe more, than I like him. Probably not more, but it just... Oh, man. You'll you'll understand what Uh. I say. So, he... Okay, two things. Mm -hmm. He... um, really just kind of stepped up because, like I said, I was going through the separation. But I had a bunch of stuff left over at my old home. Mm-hmm. But I had no friends in my life at that point because mm-hmm. I said divorce is rough. Mm-hmm. And I, um, it was just me and my mom and my family. And he was like, wow, um, I have a lot of friends in Raleigh. So I can, this was like our second or third time hanging out. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends in Raleigh and we can get a truck will help you move so he not even knowing me got all these guys together to move all of my things into my new little house that I just got and then I thought he just was gone like he went back to Charlotte so I come home from church and I see some guy like mowing the lawn of my new house that was like the grass was up to my knees and I did not have a lawnmower and the closer I get, I realize it was him when I had no already thought way. he'd pieced out and gone to Charlotte. So, <laughs> just, that's so cute. I just keep driving by the house because I start people. crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started weeping, so I just kind of kept driving past the house. <laughs> I just like I just need to take a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Why is he being oh so nice God. to me? I just never had anyone be so nice. Yeah. He was just very kind. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't like a cheap kind of ulterior mode yeah. of, like, mm-hmm. slutty kindness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just was genuinely demonstrating, like, the love of God. Like, yeah. I felt like he was just oozing Jesus yeah. and selflessness. And so I finally, like, mustered up the strength to pull back around and pull in my driveway. And there he was in, like, the middle of summer, mm-hmm. sweating his brains out. And I was like, why, are you, why are you here? And he's like... I need you, you needed help and I said oh my gosh thank you so much like this mm-hmm. is the kindest thing ever so he's like yeah I need to get done so then he goes back to Charlotte he comes back we have like this little I got almost kind of like our first date I guess because yeah. I came home from work we agreed to have dinner he is like a cook he loves to cook yeah, yeah. so I came home to him making uh, Mexican Mexican <laughs> Mexican <laughs> Mexican I meal for me. We had love for tacos. So oh, well, that's what we had. We had tacos. <laughs> and were the best tacos I'd had in my entire life. <laughs> so I remember that night being really special um, because 
he made this feel and then that was really the first time I opened it up fully to him about like my story mm-hmm. and what I'd gone through and wait how many months at this point were you all in a relationship well we weren't even really well, like yeah. technically we just were hanging out mm-hmm. and I obviously really liked him and I felt like he obviously liked mm-hmm. me too because who else would, why would you do so many nice things yeah. for someone yeah. but we never said yet like hey I'm into you right um <clears throat> but this was the night where i knew like i said maybe, yeah. I, maybe I knew too much <laughs> because, <laughs> um, <laughs> we share our, my story and he's just amazing he prayed with me through it and about it and he even prayed for my ex-husband and like the most beautiful mm. like blessing yeah. him yeah. way mm. which i was kind of blown away by because i was like i didn't even i didn't have the strength to do that so yeah. i was like wow that's amazing. And then we went outside because I didn't even have internet in my little house yet. And we were like stealing internet from like the neighbor. Because <laughs> um, he wanted to show me some weird like YouTube videos that he thought were funny. But he, oh, okay, this is the thing. He opens up his laptop. His laptop and his wallpaper. No. Oh my goodness. Was it you? Is that a picture of you? His wallpaper. Don't tell me it was you. Okay, wait a minute. It's like the most, like the like really cute and Dude, really awkward. How do you even respond to that? I know. I was like, in deep inside, I was like, I feel like I should run. Like right. this could be That's really so weird, funny. but it's also like kind of like he really liked. Yeah, I, I was like, my heart was so explosively into him that I was like, oh my gosh, he likes me too. <laughs> yeah. right, like. Poof. <laughs> But it was so funny because he, it's like he'd forgotten. So he opens up right, his laptop say, and then it was like, he thinking? he was like, oh God. <laughs> I was like, uh, Did he explain um, uh, I was like, uh. No! So it was just like a weird exchange of like, uh, 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 for like five minutes. And then we just exploded in laughter. That is hilarious. It couldn't have been any weirder, more awkward, or more perfect. And I was like, so you like me? (laughs) He was like, yeah, I do. I know that's probably really weird. He's like, I'm not, I'm not going to kill you. I'm not like, (laughs) so I was just like, wow, oh man, this is amazing and again it was like another layer of my like this is gonna take seven years right i just kept dwindling down and like i said seven months later so it happened so much faster than i thought it would um and it's just we just couldn't kind of get enough of each other's company so every weekend either i was going to Charlotte for the day to hang out or he'd come to Raleigh for the weekend to be with his family but Mm -hmm. also to hang out with me and the more and more we would spend time with each other, it just became clearer and clearer. Yeah. So we had a decision to make, and we actually took a week to pray and fast mm. because he knew it was a really sensitive time. Like, yeah. like literally, just coming out of the yeah. divorce. Yeah. Um, and I knew for myself, like, I don't want to rush into something and then it be a mistake. Um, I don't want to bring baggage into another Mm. marriage. Like we just needed God's like word and for him to speak to us. So we took a week to fast and pray and we had three specific questions. Like, are we supposed to get married? Because we really like each other, but it's like, man, if you do anything in life, include the father because he will make it clear put a stamp of approval or he'll just cut it off. Mm-hmm. And I'm into that because yeah. I didn't want to fall into something horrible again and neither did Aaron didn't want that either. So we said, are we supposed to be together? If we are, when? Mm-hmm. Like, is this something that we need to pump the brakes on and wait it out a bit longer? Yeah. Or is this like just a go for it? Mm-hmm. And then three where are we going to live? Because he's in Charlotte and I was in Raleigh. Oh, yeah. So, for a week, we kept calling each other starving. Did you hear anything? <laughs> no. Did you hear anything? No, I haven't got anything. Okay. Uh-huh. One more day. Let's just, let's 
keep pushing through. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't eat anything at all for seven Nothing days? Nothing for seven days. Wow. And on the seventh day, it was actually a friend's giving in Charlotte oh, with his, his friends. Seven day, after seven days, <laughs> I know. I was ready ready to throw down. And um, so I get into Charlotte. And because it's Friendsgiving that night, we have to go pick up uh, these tables from mm. his work. So we walk into his work. This lady that he hasn't seen in a really long time walks out. And she's like, oh, hi, Aaron. He's like, hey, oh, my gosh, so good to see you. Hey, um, this is Kristen. And I was like, hi, my name's Kristen. And she goes, oh, do you go to Morningstar, which was a church mm-hmm. that Aaron went to in mm-hmm. Charlotte? Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Um, I actually live in Raleigh. And she looked at me with this kind of puzzled look on her face. Mind you, he just said, this is my friend Kristen. Yeah. Right. And she said, oh, hmm. And then she looked at Aaron and said, you need to move to Raleigh. That's confirmation. And then just walked away. I would like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, skirt, skirt, what? What is happening? I was like, did you hear that? Did she say that? He was like, Oh, that was weird. I was like, babe, I think that's our. That was like the first. We can eat now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I was freaking out about that. Then that literally was a domino effect. I could tell you so So many stories. We have three questions though. But just did you take her one answer? No. Okay. No, that was just one part. Like I'm saying, that weekend was a domino effect of just an onslaught of confirmations to all three questions. Yeah. Basically like um coming to a big climax when we went to his parents church (laughs) so three strangers are sitting in front of us and they kind of are talking to us individually Mm -hmm. they don't know us at all um or what we're going through but they're talking to us individually about stuff that was really hitting home for Mm -hmm. both of us Mm -hmm. and then at the very end i even have this recorded because it's just so crazy this mm. guy looks at us and he goes, I'm sorry. Um, I just, I have to say this. He's like, now I normally, he's like, are you guys, are you guys dating? And he was like, we said, well, yes. And he said, are, are you planning on getting married? We were like, well, <clears throat> we think so. And he goes, <laughs> okay, good. Because um, I don't usually give words related to marriage he's like that could get really messy Mm -hmm. he's like but I cannot shake this he's like I just feel so strongly from the Lord right now that he is saying that you are to be married and that you are to be married now like (laughs) there is no wait be married now he's like um your ministry your destiny is going to be unleashed when you two become one and I just feel it's so strong that God's hand is all over this and, and wants you to, to to make the move as soon as you can. And I was like, okay, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, and then a part of one of the other words that he got, even before that man said that, was another, like, 16-year-old kid was in the room talking directly to Aaron and giving him this analogy, this picture of Aaron basically being... Um, separated from his town and his friends and the people that he knows and that God was going to be moving him um, to a new place and unlocking his destiny and his um, just a calling on his life by leading him away from what he called home and so again we were just like Holy wow. crap! Okay, we're you're moving to Raleigh. <laughs> we're getting married, now, and we're getting married really? now. <laughs> yeah. What was the third question? Like when? Um, when? Right. When? When? Gosh. If we were to be <laughs> yeah. married, when and, and where, where we would live? Yeah, yeah. So all three, and that was Shut all the, the same weekend. Door. It was crazy. That's crazy. It I don't was, even know what I would do. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, <laughs> so we tell his parents after church, and his mom starts freaking out. She's like, "Okay, well, I can call someone right now. We can do it in the backyard today." I was like, "No, no, no, hold <laughs> on." I was like, I haven't even, I told my family, like, we gotta talk to people. Yeah. So that same night, we went and told my family, and they were really kind of like shook by it because they're mm-hmm. like, "Wait, you just..." Kinda, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and I was like, I know it sounds crazy, but we have prayed and we have fasted. And I told them the whole story. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've seen the whole progression, yeah. but that mm-hmm. weekend was just so unbelievably. Yeah. Um, it felt like a movie. Like you can't make yeah. something like that up. 
And <laughs> they just saw it and they were like, we support you and we wow. are fully in with you. And we've never seen a smile as big on your face as you have now. And we just feel peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're in it. And we we're like, yeah. yay. <laughs> so I think that night we ended up just for the... Actually, he he made me a ring out of paper. <laughs> he just, like, folded origami-style paper up and, like, slid it on my finger. I was like, uh, I do, yes. <laughs> and then um, we were like, well, your birthday is next weekend. Everybody is going to be in town for it so we might as well just make it a big fun wedding wow. weekend so we had a Wedding week. birthday weekend yeah <laughs> so we had a week to prepare all of it <laughs> and we did just like a small backyard family wedding it snowed on our wedding which we had no clue it was going to snow that day in Raleigh on December 4th nice. which is so early for it to snow yeah mm-hmm. and it was like f- five or six inches of wow. snow <laughs> And but it was beautiful. Yeah. I know I I hate as long as you're inside. It was outside. Okay. <laughs> it was outside. But it was so beautiful yeah. and couldn't have been more perfect. And yeah, that was it's that was that was that. Yeah. That was another layer that we didn't hear before. Yeah. That was <laughs> like insane. what? Yeah. Like so as okay so <laughs> so many questions. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Where do I begin? Um. As you were going through that process, because I'm, I'm just thinking about myself in that situation mm-hmm. and maybe even other people in that situation. So you're going through this. You've just been divorced. It's been like a year to date when you meet him and now you're dating, you're talking and now you're you're fasting, you're praying. How is it that you. What kept you believing in the Lord through that instead of just being like, okay, well, this is hopeless. Mm -hmm. I'm done with relationships. Because I feel like people can so easily fall into that. So what kept you going? Okay. I'll give you another layer that we didn't talk about. It's also another crazy story. But in 2001, I believe. Yeah, in 2001. Um... I got so many prophetic words in the story, <laughs> mm-hmm. but God is cool like that. We had this guy come to our church who was like a, a Messianic Jew, and he just would pick random people out of the crowd sometimes and like just speak into your life. And I always remember, that was actually my one of my very first times ever getting a word, and I was so excited because I'd always heard stories about God speaking to you through other people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want that so bad. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine was like not cool at all. And I remember <laughs> like, being so <laughs> confused and like, no, 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 I regret. Um, but he told me, and I, I just did not understand it, but he he said a lot of stuff about me and my life that was very true. Mm-hmm. When my mom was pregnant with me. She had a 13-year-old daughter. She wasn't trying to have another kid. She actually tried to have um, an abortion three different times with me. And each time that she would go to have the abortion, um, she would hear an audible voice say, like, don't kill this baby. This baby has to be born. Don't do this. But she thought she was losing her mind. More chills. And (laughs) she would run out. Um, One time, I mean... She literally thought it was the doctor. That's how audible. Because she was on the table. They were preparing to, you know, full-on go with the procedure. And she heard his voice, the doctor, say, you don't want to do this. This baby has to be born. And she was like, why are you saying that? And he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I did not say anything. (laughs) She starts crying. It's like, I can't, I can't. Rips all the things off and runs out. So then she goes to put me up for adoption when she had me but the doctor put me in her arms like usually you take the baby and you're you're out of the room but the doctor put me in her arms and she just couldn't Mm. Uh, let me go so that was really cool so the this guy prophetic uh, messianic man Mm -hmm. opens up my word with um the devil tried to steal your very life multiple times before Mm. you were even born boom i was like okay he's uh this guy's, this guy's on something. He's a kid. He's a kid. <laughs> and he said a whole bunch of other stuff that was really on point. But then, kind of like 
the main message was um, the thing that you fear most, he was like, rejection is the very thing that you are going to experience in life. And you're going to go mm-hmm. through something so painful and so difficult that most people don't make it out on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, but you will. And he said, just don't forget. Um, God wants you to know that he has created um, you to receive his best. Mm-hmm. And don't ever settle for second best because God is going to give you his best. And so I was just like, uh, thanks, I guess. (laughs) That sounds terrible. And I was afraid. I never knew what that meant. But as I was going through my separation, again, freaky, I'm going, I'm living with my mom at that point, Mm -hmm. going through all these tapes. I pick up this tape that said the man's name and the date was 2001, March 2001. So I I'm thinking like, wow, it is March 2000 and what was it? Eight. Mm -hmm. So it was seven years later. Or no, eight years. (laughs) I can't remember that detail. It was seven or eight years later. (laughs) And um, I pop in the tape and it's that word. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the middle of going through oh, wow. the most intense rejection from <laughs> I can't even handle this stuff. It was <laughs> wild. It sounds it yeah. sounds like I'm making this up. No. But so it's crazy. real but, yeah. life. This was my life. And God, so I'm standing in front of this cassette player. <laughs> like who has a cassette player anymore? My mom. And she has this random tape some for some reason that seven years later I'm hearing t- on the exact month that it was given to me, seven years prior. And I'm just weeping because I was heavily rejected Mm -hmm. from my church family Mm -hmm. and from a lot of my friends because they didn't understand what was going on and they also didn't know the truth about what was happening. Um, And in that moment, I know it sounds weird to say because I know God is not for divorce. Like, that's not his heart. But I felt like there was like this grace, like he is all knowing and he knows what we're going to go through. And I knew I had the Holy Spirit's voice prior to getting married mm-hmm. that I just felt like, I just don't think this is right. But I, I trusted man's will for my life over mm-hmm. his will for my life. But there was so much grace for that and through that process and that those experiences. So that when I heard that tape I just felt him put his arms around me and say, yeah. like, there is no condemnation. Like, I yeah. I knew this moment was going to happen before you did, and I'm here with you, mm. and you are going to get through this. So I feel like a lot of people do crumble, mm-hmm. especially when they go through trauma and they go to the church to look for support and healing, and then they don't find it. Mm-hmm. Because they, a lot of times I think we look at our brothers and sisters or our pastor to be the face of God, but we're just human. And a lot of times we don't know how to deal with real life, tough um, kind of taboo issues or topics. And it's no one's fault, but I definitely went through a ton of rejection and I could have just completely walked away, Mm -hmm. but I didn't because I knew that God was for me. Yeah. And so no one could be against me, even though I felt like the whole world was against <laughs> me in that moment. I was like, okay. He was telling me about this before it even, like yeah. years before. Yeah. Yeah. And so there is good, there is good that is going to come out of yeah. this. Yeah. So that's what kind of pulled me through. Wow. That's really cool. I don't, I don't even know what to say. I guess for me, just honestly, personally, and it's almost like, forget the podcast, like, just for me, like, how do you, your confidence in hearing the Lord's voice, like you said, mm-hmm. it it came from this almost, well, it came from this traumatic experience, mm-hmm. but now just like, just seeing you just be so sure mm-hmm. when you're hearing from the Lord, I struggle with that. Because yeah. mm-hmm. even if I feel like in my heart, I am sure it's just like the other mm-hmm. things in my head. I'm like, mm-hmm. but that's weird. Like, I can't say that. And mm-hmm. then I just, I wrestle with it so much that I talk myself out of yeah. doing whatever he's telling me to do or, you know, mm-hmm. and just 
I don't know. Even now I'm like struggling because I'm like, I'm so afraid still. I'm still holding on to that. So like, how do you, how did you get to that point? And maybe you already answered this. I don't know. (laughs) That's a really good question because I think it's something that everyone battles with Mm -hmm. in some way, shape or form. I think for me, um, because I think I used to have a lot of fear of man, but in the it looked more like people pleasing Mm -hmm. and so I just always wanted to do the right thing say the right thing and I didn't want to mess up in front of people or make other people feel bad about stuff so it's hard for me to say no to anything but when I stopped really I guess my fear of that's not even a fear it's not fear of like a being afraid kind of fear but more of like the honor and respect the weightiness mm-hmm. of obedience to God outweighed mm. the consequences of what man mm. thinks about me mm-hmm. um, through that obedience so mm-hmm. it's like I was like Whoa. so many times in my life where I feel like I have to do a hard thing or I feel like well what are people going to think if I say or if I do or if I act this way or I make these choices um, and then I realized, well, but I have the creator backing me up. And yeah. that's how I felt even through that thing. When I heard that cassette, when I was going through all of that, I was like, I have the creator on my side. Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I can't be like, God is calling me to divorce, guys. <laughs> that's right, not what right. I was saying. But mm-hmm. I knew that in, in a strange way that doesn't maybe didn't make sense to anyone else Mm -hmm. but me in that moment I was like I have the creator on my side so when I think about that and overcoming that situation with that great of a victory um, I know that I could could do anything with him Mm -hmm. there yeah so really I just feel like it boils down to is honoring him through obedience worth more to you than um, what someone's Looking opinion yeah. would yeah. be of you? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thought these music like a part two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just um, like, uh... Yeah, there's like so much. This is amazing, actually. Yeah. I mean, I guess for... So for the sake of this episode, yes, um, which is honestly yeah, that's just, thing, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. just beautiful, I think, to just hear your story and to share your story with the world. So if, if it was just for that, like, I'm 100% okay with that. Oh, um, yeah. But, you know, I guess in dealing with, like you said, hurt in those past relationships, it really mm-hmm. just all comes down to our dependence on God. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like, I don't know if there's a blueprint for everyone mm-hmm. and there are things I think that you can do um, that I'm sure you did to talk through, you know, that relationship to make sure you weren't bringing things into your relationship with Aaron. But at the heart of your story, it's just like your obedience to the yeah, Lord. Yeah, that's really what it was. Which, yeah. Yeah. So I, that's the takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just learn if how to listen to the Lord. you walking in a path directed and guided by the Most High, mm. even through the bumpy dark valleys like you, you can fear no evil yeah you know what I mean? yeah yeah if he is with you walking through it there's nothing to be afraid of mm-hmm. and i i learned that quickly because everything just fell away all my fear mm-hmm. all my confusion all my doubt all of my um walls that i had prepared to build around myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it all collapsed when i fell in line with you know, his plan and purpose for our life. And one of those details being um, Aaron as my partner in this life. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty shocking to see how quickly everything just mushed and fell into place so effortlessly. Mm -hmm. But I think that's truly how God works. He's a transforming Mm -hmm. being. So he can take... Like a desolate, dry desert and yeah. turn it into yeah. a garden full of lush, beautiful, life-giving yeah. richness. So I felt so dry and broken. And then within an instant, what felt like an instant, 
I was made brand new yeah. in my heart, in my mind, in my body, in my soul. Yeah. yeah. And was able to move into this next relationship whole. Yeah. Like, I honestly can't beautiful. say that there was anything that we had to work through or that I had to really work through, which I would I totally thought I would. Yeah. But it just felt I felt transformed. Yeah. And our not to say our marriage has been like super perfect and easy mm-hmm. along the way. Um but it has it's it's the best yeah. thing yeah. I could ever have imagined stepping into, especially yeah. coming out of something so difficult. Yeah. yeah. So, like you said, it is truly just partnering up with him allowing him to truly lead and guide fully yeah. trusting that he works everything out for mm-hmm. um your good and and letting him yeah kind of lead, lead you yeah. take the wheel yeah. sorry oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> no and not like i don't i hope it doesn't um seem like we're over simplifying it or um that every story is going to look like Kristen and Aaron's story Um, I mean you can't even say well just even how cool it is you can't even say well I wish because Mm -hmm. there's so much that you had to go through that I'm sure you wouldn't wish on no way (laughs) never Um, so I'm just thinking about people who might be in a similar situation Mm -hmm. who's like well I'll just have to wait to need a guitar tech you know like (laughs) I'm like okay well what do I tell that girl what do I tell that guy you know and I think everyone just needs to like seek healing yeah Um, that's a great point I mean it's not like I was going through my separation with goggles on I'm sorry not goggles binoculars on looking for the next Mm -hmm. I mean I was prepared to just like I said be cat lady forever yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but at the same time because I had literally no one to cling to yeah nobody no friends no nothing I mean I was so alone that I had my busted guitar and yeah. him yeah. and I would spend hours upon hours in my room crying and singing and worshiping and just surrendering yeah. my feelings my pain yeah. all the trauma all the confusion all the self-doubt wondering like is my life ever going to recover am i ever is anyone ever going to see the truth is anyone ever going to believe my story Mm -hmm. is anyone ever going to you know accept me for the decision that i've made Mm -hmm. and like not just be stamped Mm -hmm. with divorcee for like the rest of my life or something um and through that process of truly like clinging to him mm. and unloading on him yeah. almost every single day, I felt closer to the creator than I really ever had. And it's weird to say that, but a lot of times pain, disappointment, and rejection, and um, just difficult times mm-hmm. are the refining fire that yeah. become you closer to him and that make you want so badly to know him in the most intimate way yeah and so through that intimacy I think really gave me the identity I guess reevaluate my identity who I was in him Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter how anyone else saw me but what mattered was how he sees me and um it gave me just the confidence and the strength that like if this is my life forever, it's so good mm-hmm. because I have him yeah. and he's all I need. Yeah. But awesome. he was like, you know, I got plans for you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> A really good one. The yeah. best. Yeah. That's awesome. Not second best, but the yeah. best. Yeah. yeah. That's really, really cool. Well, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm shook. Yeah. <laughs> again and again. We've heard most of the story before, but yeah. just. There was, there was so much more that we didn't know. And so yeah. I'm so glad we got to sit down and do this and just hear more of your heart for the Lord. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we will, we should have a part two with her and Aaron. I think that would be really yeah, funny. That would be cool. And also really cool, but funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, way more funny than me. I try to yeah. be funny when I get um, 
really uh, awkward. Like, if I'm feeling like an awkward moment, I'm like, let me say something funny. And then it usually doesn't come out very funny. (laughs) So it just makes it more awkward. (laughs) And then I'm like, uh, exit stage, right? Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No. Well, you're. I think you're really funny, but yeah. yes, I think we should we should do this again. Yeah, yeah let's do it. for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys for letting me share my heart, and I hope yeah. that um, there's just someone out there who really needed to hear that as well. Yeah, me right here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to look far. Right, we're, we're in the right same room. Right <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did it. Your seats. Right. <laughs> my seats. <laughs> So many things. Okay, well, we've reached the end. We have reached the end. <laughs> Thank you guys, honestly, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, as always, follow us on our Instagram. Yeah. At Sunday Afternoon Podcast. And then you can also <laughs> follow us on our personal Instagrams. Um, mine is G-E-T-F-E-T-W-J-E-N. <laughs> sorry, every time. Mine's Jelana Jones, J-I-L-L-A-N-A. And my last name is Jones. <laughs> And Kristen, tell them where they can find you. So I'm Mama underscore Tiger M A M A underscore T Y G E R on Instagram. And just leave her a comment on how cute her babies are. Yeah, when you get, when you get oh, there, they're so cute. Cause they're so cute. <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> I awesome. like them. I'll keep them for a while. <laughs> Good, great. Until they're eighteen. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. This isn't YouTube. Leave us a review. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Yeah, five stars. <laughs> yeah, leave us a share. review. Yeah, yes. Share. Share us on your friends. Instagram stories. Share us on your feeds. Yeah. Just Tag share us. on Twitter. Yeah. Clearly, we're still with this. We don't know how to promote ourselves. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks, guys. And we, we will see you next Sunday. Sunday. <laughs>